The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, I'm delighted to welcome our next guest, Terry Martin of Mesh Survivors Ireland. They had a doll protest uh, outside Leinster House yesterday, and their campaign continues. Um, this is a topic which I was very familiar with previously. Uh, and it relates to a particular treatment that applied to women and they ended up in excruciating pain. The mag- vaginal meshes were then st- halted. And so there are so many issues of whether to use them or not. There's the issue of redress and so on. Uh, good morning, Terry. Good morning, Ivan. Thanks for having us on. So wh- what was yesterday's protest about? Well, last year on the 29th of June, we attended the Health Directors Committee in Leinster House. Now, we were under the impression that we were having a call back in late autumn, and we've heard absolutely nothing since about it. Um, so really yesterday was just hoping that we will get our call back this autumn when they come back from their summer's recess. So if I could bring you back in time, uh, and that was uh, 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 to, to, to 2017 or so. And they were lobbying the then Minister for Health, I think Simon Harris, 2018, along that period. So, first of all, could we explain to listeners who are not familiar with this what these women were suffering from and what the treatment of the vaginal mesh was? Well, vaginal mesh was um, offered... Now, we didn't know what it was for because it wasn't totally explained. It was called a hammock, a sling, a tape, many different names, bar mesh. But we were told anyway it would be a support follow for incontinence and prolapse following childbirth. Um, it was going to solve all our problems. It was the gold standard. You'd be in and out in a day from the surgery and you could restore your life and get back to doing your daily living needs. However, things went horribly wrong. And um, there was lots of complications for them that caused chronic pain, bleeding, cutting through vital organs, erosion, migration of the tape in our bodies, mental health problems, mobility problems, groin pain, the list, vascular pain, nerve damage, the list is endless. And this happened afterwards. So then we lobbied the doll in 2017, November. That's when we made the government aware um, Simon Harris was the then health minister. He done lots of work um, there that we're so grateful for. He issued a learning support in the June of 2018 to the um hospitals, departments. And then he ordered the chief medical officer's report, which was Tony Houlihan at the time. That came in 2018 as well with recommendations. All the recommendations, if you were to look even now, are all being met. The boxes have been ticked. The implementation plans from the HSE, the boxes are being ticked. But at ground level to the patient, nothing is after coming back. We're all still the same as we were in 2017. So, how many women are affected? Well, there's... well. I, the numbers, there's no numbers as such. There's no data for I, I thought it was about that, 600 women. There's 600 women on our page, on our um, Facebook page, which is Mitch Survivors Ireland. Now, do I think there's more people affected by it? Of course I do, and they just don't realise that this is what's causing their problems, because they probably don't even know that they have mesh, mesh inserted. Now, clinicians, 
some people yeah. were were firmly of the view that they were doing good for these women who had their the, the, the associated illnesses and problems and so on. Um, is that debate for or against vaginal meshes still going on in the medical community? Yeah, it's still going on. Like, I'm sure nobody sets out to do harm to other people. If you did, you can be under the law of this land. You could be penalised for that. But, um, so I'm sure nobody sets out with that intent. But when it goes wrong, you need to have accountability. You need to stand up and say, okay, we did this, it's gone wrong, we need to fix it now. We don't need to leave people begging and suffering for proper health care. It's happened. We all need to move on from this. But are there women still getting these inserted? No, at the moment it's still paused. However, I received a HSE response yesterday evening and um, at the Oireachtas meeting last year, Cleena Murphy sort of suggested that they were hoping to reinstate MESH. Now, we would, you know, definitely protest against that. But in saying that, also looking at the other turn of the coin, if there's open disclosure, if there's honesty, if there's total... um, explanation and understanding of this procedure and somebody wants it and up to the point of they're told the side effects are horrendous and that they they can and have been proven to cause death. Well, if somebody accepts it then, it's down to the person themselves, but they should be given the choice. So in one sense, I don't agree with the mesh because I, I think personally it's an un, it wasn't fit for purpose. But on the second sense, if a person wants it and they totally understand it okay. and are made aware of what can happen to them, well, off you go and get it. Do you know, mm. it's not my place to say, no, you can't have it. Do you know that's all Yeah, no, no, I understand that. Well, but I, I, I want to move on now to the issue of, 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 of redress and so on. And I'm going to, so the listeners absolutely understand the desperate nature of this. Lillian, uh, 73, is a member of Mesh Survivors Ireland. And I read, I, yes. I'm quoting now. When I woke up after the operation, I was in excruciating pain. I couldn't walk. It was like a hot poker. I couldn't open my legs. It was like being experimented on. I take meds every day to cope with life. I screamed and roared and cried and I demanded that they partially remove it because it was the most they would do. But I was permanently changed changed by it, unquote. What, what, What? I remember there was a request for medical cards. Um, what, what, what is 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 your ask of Stephen Donnelly? Our ask of Stephen Donnelly is that we'd receive proper aftercare. That was the whole thing, and it was choice, access, and funding. That was our main goal. The choice being, we never had a choice to begin with because, as I said, it wasn't explained to us. Then the access, even if you want to go to the moon to have it removed, if you trust that person that's going to remove it and it's been recommended to you that people have you know it's not we'll be doing this naively again and then funding like because it affects every aspect of life social like work and relationships people are left penniless because of this with barely keeping a roof over their head. So they can't afford €20,000 or £20,000 or excess to have the proper aftercare they need from this disaster. So, uh, ministers come and ministers go. What is Stephen Donnelly 
saying in relation to aftercare to your group? Well, Stephen Donnelly isn't really saying anything. I've tried to correspond with Stephen Donnelly since Stephen Donnelly has been in power. Um, I haven't had so much as a courteous acknowledgement email. Um, now, we are, we do deal with Leinster House. There's lots of support from different members from different parties, and we appreciate them all. And it should be, you know, I, well, my belief is that health, education, things like that should be a united thing, not party political, you know, party sort of way. But, and we do, across the board, we're having support from everybody. There was even senators out to us yesterday. And, like, they all can't understand why this, like, six years, or even. It'll yeah, be six yeah, no, years I, in November. I remember as well when it started up. And uh, it, 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 like, the, the, this cohort of women, I think, are being neglected. Oh, definitely, definitely. And the aftercare we are receiving, you see, we are, now, don't get me wrong, as I said, Simon Harris and the Chief Medical Officer, which was Tony Hula, and at the time, had put in many, many things that we didn't have, which were appreciated of too. But now it's after boiling down to sort of, you go get investigatory surgery, which I don't think is an asset to us. I think it's more of an asset to the clinicians to get information on this. Then you're offered Botox or bulking agents, pain man to counteract pain management, medications that you're going to probably be on for the rest of your life, and they're dangerous medications. Like, um, I can't name the medications. They're heavy-duty ones, yeah. No. Okay, yeah. well, look, I'll tell you what, we have a couple of, 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 of interesting WhatsApp messages on this. Uh, one says, there's a documentary on Netflix about these mesh devices. It's called The Bleeding Edge. This is a global issue, and... Uh, this person's memory of that documentary was that there was a class, a class action pending uh, in the US, a lawsuit. Another says, mesh only banned in Ireland and UK, still being used in the rest of Europe, and mesh will be back in Ireland in the next six months. My gynae told me to get it as soon as it's available, as it's the only effective treatment for urinary incontinence. So stressful to know what to do. So all these issues uh, are still as pertinent today as they were six years ago. My thanks uh, to Terry Martin of Mesh Survivors Ireland for explaining the cause, the issue and the desperate problem for the women involved. Thank you for joining us on The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.